Welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. And we have with us again today, Lo Clifford. And Lo is an Enneagram 2 poet and yoga teacher. She has so much soul and wisdom that she imparts in this interview. Thank you for joining us. Let's dive right in. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about three. So threes are in our heart center as well. And yet oftentimes they have the solid, they don't have a solid grasp, oh, grasp on whom they really are. Mm-hmm. Without constantly doing and achieving as a frame of reference, they may be able to not only find their authentic self, but also get connected to the head and the body centers. Mm-hmm. Focusing on the journey instead of the destination can also help, and doing things just for the pure joy of them can be helpful as well. Lo, my question to you, what would you recommend to somebody who is struggling to slow down and smell the roses? Mm -hmm. What practices do you have in your life that bring you back to your authentic self and your essence? Okay, so for the first part of the question someone who might be struggling to slow down mm-hmm. and smell the roses mm-hmm. um i think for me one thing that i would consider for them is that i think like when you go from 0 to 100 too quick people mm-hmm. get like really out of their element mm-hmm. like if you're like a go Whoa. go go uh-huh. and then someone's like come to an 8 day silent meditation <laughs> retreat like it's like no thank you um so I, I like to frame sometimes like practices or, or a touchstone. It could be another way of looking at mm-hmm. it. Something that if you had your dream and ideal, like what could slowing down? Because I think we still ache for that slowing down, mm-hmm. even in the craziness. We all yeah. ache for it, even if we don't do it and we don't know how to do it and we don't know if it will feel good to do yeah. it. It's part of our naturalness mm-hmm. to have rhythms, yeah. right? And so creating like what would that ideal day, hour, whatever look like for the slowdown mm-hmm. and knowing that in the busyness of that is life, it might not be always attainable, but you name it and know that in my ideal day, this is what it'd be. And then from that ideal day, what is one practice you mm-hmm. can touch down on every day? One thing. Mm-hmm. Could it be setting your phone timer three times a day at weird times to pause and breathe? Mm-hmm. Could it be savoring your cup of coffee mm-hmm. in the morning? Could it be putting the phone away and bring being present with your loved one when you have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Could it be not listening to music and not having your phone in front of your face when you go walk your dog? Mm-hmm. You know, it could mm-hmm. be simple things. Mm-hmm. So I think like I like for people to dream big of the possibility of like mm-hmm. slowing down as mm-hmm. a lifestyle for them, but then bring the practical practical side of it of like what are like the little ways and it's those little micro ways that begin to feed into your day a little bit more a little bit a little bit more to where they don't become this thing I have to do and it's just something I do yeah you know it's something I am Mm -hmm. and so giving that permission that you don't have to you know, be silent for yeah. eight days straight yeah. and that's your slowdown. You'll probably mm-hmm. go insane. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that one little touchstone that can be just yours and you just name it and just let it be. 
I love that. I love that approach and that thought process because I'm a big believer. Like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Yes. And that's mm. the same zero to a hundred. Uh-huh. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's all and great. But you have to start in small increments because that's what makes it sustainable. Exactly. And it's not going to make you go insane. Exactly. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Threes, yes. I hope you are paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Putting away that self in so oh. you can be present. But oh all those goodness. things you named, mm-hmm. just being more present for life. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So um, the Enneagram 4 uh, is the type that has the strongest relationship with their emotional self. They're just really tuned into their heart space. They feel all the feels, mm-hmm. as we say. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can be a little bit melancholic because of that and get stuck there. Um, so finding a pathway to get closer to, closer to their head and their body center may be more challenging for them. Um, it may mean that they need to uh, do more physical activity, get off the couch. I mean, they're the philosophical type that's going to sit on the couch and and um, be comfortable there. It may mean that they need to be more like an Enneagram One and do more planning and organizing. Um, so, you know, I think even a good mantra for a four is I can do hard things. Oh yeah. I can do hard things. So has there been a time in your life where you've had to lean into some new patterns, some new habits, even maybe even hard things that didn't come naturally to you? And what was that experience like and what lessons did you learn? Mm. Well, I feel like this whole conversation has been leaning into new habits for yeah. me, you know what I mean? Like, that's, everything was learned. Um, but, you know, like, for some reason, something that's coming to mind is, like, like I mentioned kind of casually, um, teaching, being a yoga teacher was a huge mm-hmm. habit I had to develop, a huge thing I had to really learn, because I am very introverted I can be very shy when it has to be like this is me let me share me please Mm -hmm. receive you know Mm -hmm. um and I think like that that little chipping away of just not giving up and and leaning into it when it was hard when it was scary saying yes to opportunities I was terrified of um just to start like massaging the muscle that I'm capable and I think you know just like you said I can do hard things I think anytime I find myself engaging with new habits that are um that I know are beneficial but they might Mm -hmm. be hard it's this remembering of like how much we really are capable of Mm -hmm. that we don't give ourselves credit for you know like if someone it was it's so funny when I was working in PR we did like these reviews on everyone and it was the longest process of our lives and you have to do like write things and like the only feedback I would ever get is I wish she would share her opinions more. I wish she felt more confident and confident, confident. And so the whole time I was thinking, I'm just not a confident person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to be able to build that tools and realize I am a confident person. I can be confident Mm -hmm. when I'm sharing from my heart space, you know, when Mm -hmm. I'm sharing in my truth, it comes very easily and effortlessly but it was that remembering of leaning into the habit of like you at least have to try Mm -hmm. first yeah you know Mm -hmm. and realizing you are capable of things Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. I would say probably that is like an example that just felt really right here to share I love that and I just want to remind our listeners that they can work one-on-one with you you know to to build confidence or to Mm -hmm. work on finding more freedom in life and that resonates with me so much as an Enneagram too is that 
early on in my career, I got the same feedback that mm-hmm. I wasn't always like sharing my own self mm-hmm. enough, whether that was my opinions or just, you know, sharing parts of my life. Mm-hmm. I was there to help others yes. to listen to them. Mm-hmm. So speaking mm-hmm. up and, and sharing did not always come very natural naturally to me. I've had to really work on that, and I'm still working on that um, as an Enneagram too. But I, I really love that you said that. I think a lot of twos will connect to that, that we do. And maybe that's why you're having to work with the throat chakra. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I think as twos, we, we have to work on, since our our talk style is health and advice, we have to work on talking too much and then mm-hmm. also talking too little. Like yeah. sometimes we don't speak up enough because we're caring for everybody else and their needs. So yeah. it's like, um, so I, and I also connect with that, that I hold a lot of my stress here in my neck and my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I, and that makes sense as a yeah. two. Yeah. So man, everything you're it. saying is rich, <laughs> rich, rich. Mm-hmm. I love it. How interesting. You've mentioned uh, your experience at your PR firm. So yesterday, I was, and I forgot to tell you, Christy, I mm-hmm. um, was on webinar with Ian Cron, oh. me and a million other people, not Very just me cool, and him, um, who is like incredible person in the Enneagram world. Yeah. And he was talking about Enneagram in the workspace. Mm. And he specifically said that the best leaders would never give he was using 365 review you know yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 same in that kind of review in the same way to a 2 and like to an 8 oh. because it would crush a 2 yes. if you if it was like an 8 style review mm-hmm. which that's what made me think like to 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 push you into a sense that you started thinking, I no, I'm not confident. Mm-hmm. No, I don't share. Yeah, which is not true at all. Yeah. So you are confident, and yes. you do share. I so, got it. <laughs> you know, just they didn't know how to review it. Yeah. All right, let's jump to five. So fives are our investigators, and they do live in their head most mm-hmm. of their time. And not only do they live in their head, they're very comfortable in that space, mm-hmm. and head intelligence uh center is my very close second so i very relate to you when you say logical methodical think it through like it's all up there so they fives feel safe in their headspace and they struggle with putting themselves out in the world for social and emotional interaction one it's not comfortable for them two they feel depleted by them Mm. literally it just exhausts them yes so they're naturally born thinkers and extremely intelligent people, but at times they feel that social chatter is sort of a waste of their time and energy and um, because they feel depleted. So they also don't gravitate towards engaging their body too much and they refrain from any physical activities, which can also help them get in their body space. So question to you, Lo, do you experience your energy ever being depleted at times? And if you do, what are some, and I love how when you speak, you speak in very practical terms, mm-hmm. which I love that. Like, mm-hmm. don't tell me how it could be, tell me how we can do it. Yeah. So what are some practical things that you've used or you use in your life to kind of get your battery charged back up? Oh my gosh. So I, I think it's the introvert in me mm-hmm. as to why I, I get depleted past Mm -hmm. like I am no longer a spontaneous plan kind of girl Mm -hmm. I need to know like when it's happening 
who's going to be there. Like, I got to rub up my energy to do it. Um, and it's so sweet. My little sister, she's like polar opposite. So she's like, sissy, let's do this, this, this. And I'm like, bring it back, bring it back. You know, uh, like plan like three days in advance of me. Um, but I get depleted very quickly, okay. very quickly, very easily. And so it is all those things that we've been talking about, this, the practices for stillness, the practices for solitude, the practices. We haven't really touched on silence too much yet. Mm-hmm. But all those bringing it back, bring it back. And mm-hmm. it could be, and I like to think of it in um, acts of like nurturance and mm-hmm. care towards myself. Mm-hmm. And that could look like going to a restorative class. That could look like going to a power class. Mm -hmm. It's just depending on what I need for that moment. Mm -hmm. It could be like watching three episodes of Gilmore Girls, Mm -hmm. which I did two days ago. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's all different ways to fill you up. It could just be getting cozy in bed on a Saturday morning and reading a couple chapters of your book. These are all things I literally do. I love going through for walks. We live in beautiful Chattanooga, up on the mountains, going on trails, being in nature, mm-hmm. um, maybe having Sam with me, but you know, not necessarily have to talk a bunch, just having mm-hmm. that companionship mm-hmm. as we walk through the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many, there's so many things. And I think it's one, when you are feeling that depletion, giving yourself permission to chill out, Mm -hmm. you know, in any degree that feels like that Mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of things too, is like, we sometimes will feel the pressure to keep going, keep doing, keep doing. And like yesterday I was feeling a little off and I was feeling tired and we had a busy week and we were going to travel soon. I literally laid on the couch from 10 Till probably two nice. watching Christmas movies on a Tuesday was it Tuesday on a Tuesday <laughs> and like the old me would be like oh my god my to-do list and I must do all these things yeah. and like shame I know shame. there was nothing like hyper pressing until the afternoon so I could have you know checked some boxes off my to-do list but my energy was saying rest mm-hmm. and yeah. be okay to rest and I also am extremely blessed that my partner Sam he is very quick to um affirm my resting when I name mm-hmm. it because I'm very much like is it okay if I do this you know I'm still <laughs> playing in that like not sure if I'm like allowed to rest mm-hmm. uh, from by my own way of permission and he is very quick to say babe, just go lay down, like, Mm -hmm. just go chill, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you need it, you are working hard, Mm -hmm. you are very busy, you need this to sustain yourself, Mm -hmm. and so I think also, like, in that world, if you have the people who can help name when the experience is okay, and let you feel safe, Mm -hmm. also find some accountability buddies, like, SOS self-help rest person like you know find your person and Mm -hmm. say I'm resting for one hour cool and they'll be like do it girl you know like Mm -hmm. find people to help you yeah um yeah that That is so great and I'm smiling right now because you talked about watching Christmas movies and so and we had Lauren Sparks um Mm -hmm. on our show and she's one of my dear friends, and she's also an Enneagram, too. And we've talked before how much we love, like, Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, my gosh, babies. my life. <laughs> my whole life. It's, like, such an love Enneagram, it. too, because, like, we're sometimes called, like, not only 
only are we called the giver or the helper, but we're called the lover sometimes. Yes. And like, there's like a hopeless romantic side to the two. And so, yeah, I think that is a way that we can receive is just to sit so and watch true. Hallmark. So we've also shared, like, we have some shame about it sometimes, like you shared, <laughs> but letting that shame go is yeah. so important. Just so going, important. this is the way I receive, you yes. know, as a two and, and getting in touch with that hopeless romantic part of yourself is, is not a bad thing. So yeah. I was, I was smiling and feeling that as you were talking. Um, but let's look at the six. So the Enneagram six can live in the head center, thinking about all the worries of life, the problems and how to solve them, the different paths that can be taken or the risks that need to be assessed. And silence can be very, very helpful to the Enneagram six to get out of their head and into their body and heart center. And so uh, a physical or meditative yoga practice can be very useful mm -hmm. for the six. Um, the physical practice of yoga um, is, is going to help the six to move out of their head mm -hmm. and into their body mm -hmm. and hopefully eventually into their heart space. Um, and so I'm, I'm wondering, like, do you have a physical or meditative yoga practice that, that really helps you to silence the mind? Mm -hmm. Um, and just tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so kind of like how I shared, like, I have like my, if I had a whole hour to do my practice, <laughs> like what I would do. And if I have like five minutes, I'm still doing something, but I think it just, it really changes based on day to day. And when I land on my mat, I just kind of assess to myself, what is it that I need in this moment? And mm -hmm. sometimes it's immediately, I need to just drop into a restorative pose and chill. Sometimes I love insight timer and I'll listen to like an actual guided meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I'll just play some fun music and just move my body in any way that feels mm -hmm. right for it. Um, often it will always end in just writing something like mm -hmm. whether it's like free of consciousness writing. Sometimes it's a gratitude list for a hot minute. I was doing, um, writing things I'm grateful for and redefining success for myself and things that felt like success. So it could have been doing an hour of my practice. It could have been cooking a full meal. It could have been, you know, connecting with someone who read my poetry, you know, whatever mm -hmm. I wanted to redefine what success was. Mm -hmm. So I might make little practices for myself, but, um, from a physical standpoint, it's more of what feels right. Mm -hmm. And so I lead, I really lead with that as much as possible. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right, ladies, let's bring it home with my personal favorite Enneagram number seven. Yeah. And seven may seem like they're non-heady types, but I don't think we, we, we can make a mistake. They are thinkers. I think they're incognito thinkers, but they are thinkers. And then they're in their head a lot. And they think about exciting ideas, new plans, possibilities, new approaches to future, anything and everything. Um, and sometimes they forget uh, that they're so in their head that they forget to put like one foot on the ground or both feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, that is why to get in touch with their body and heart center is very balancing for Enneagram 7. So 
for them to have a daily practice of silence mm-hmm. is medicinal and I'm married to a seven and I can say when you know my husband has this practice first thing in the morning he is alone and there's no TVs there's no phones it's dark and this is his time because otherwise his head may explode throughout yes. the day so Lo, my question to you is this what are some practices that are silence practices for you and do they help you be in the present moment literally have your feet on the ground right here right now versus living in the past or living in the future can you share a little bit mm, okay. about that so I am definitely a future tripper like I'm like <laughs> over here in the over future in the worrying future. all the time like that I don't really dwell too much on the past it's like what's happening in the future and so when I find myself swirling in the mind and I feel that um, my silence practice is anytime I engage with my breath mm-hmm. because I feel like it's just this like soothing ocean like peaceful wave within me Mm -hmm. and so any form of breath work that feels very nurturing and grounding is where I find that like open space of silence within Mm -hmm. um, tuning into it so I would say utilizing the breath quickly helps the chatter and that that movement in the brain I also feel like really a lot of the practices I already named Mm -hmm. pull me there even like this the idea of the stillness we talked about mm-hmm. and moving things with your my hands something about engaging the hands bring all that back down so sometimes it's the art sometimes it's the writing sometimes it's the physical movement of my hands on my mat you know mm-hmm. anything to just kind of drop in into like finding that silence within that quiet pocket of space that mm-hmm. you can touch to mm-hmm. um are kind of like the way I would utilize silence. It's very rare that I don't have some form of noise around me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like even if it's like soft music, like mm-hmm. when I'm doing computer work, soft music, you know, we always have right now, um, have you seen on the T, te- like on YouTube, you can get like the fake fireplaces. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. like yeah. Like the coffee Christmas shop with mm. soft jazz. Like there's always something but it's an element that invites the silence within. Mm-hmm. And I think for some reason, I didn't even think about it when we started to talk, but I think that's a big through line of our conversation is that, like I named earlier, redefining these things mm-hmm. where it doesn't have to be so stark, like silence means no noise at all. Mm-hmm. And stillness means no movement mm-hmm. at all. Um, so yeah, I would say that's probably where I, where I source my silence from. I love it. Wow, I've received so much. I just want to say that I've gotten more chills mm-hmm. from this interview than mm-hmm. any one that I've done. Not to say I've loved every interview with every person we've ever had, but I just feel, I just keep getting mm-hmm. those spiritual chills. Not uh-huh. cold chills, like just, just the, the chills from the spirit because you just have a lot of heart with what you say, but wisdom and um, just soulfulness mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, I've I've been to your class at Southern Soul, and I will come again yes. because it um, you are very nurturing and um, very special and and unique, and I just love who you are and what you're offering this community. And I I think that the the young people at Notre Dame who are receiving from you mm-hmm. are really lucky to be so young and to have you as their teacher. So mm-hmm. thank you um, so much. I'm very grateful for this time with you Mm -hmm. and for who you are 
and um, and for your poetry on Instagram. So I just hope that everybody will just check out your Instagram. What is your Instagram handle? It's at unusually free. At unusually free. Everything's unusually free. Unusually free dot com. <laughs> unusually free Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And you can do like I said. You can do one on ones with Lo and receive yes. from her in that way. Um, but I would love for you to brag on yourself, to talk oh about gosh. yourself a little bit, to share with our listeners anything that feels important to say um, as we're kind of wrapping things up. Just, just still, if there's something that your heart needs to speak or something about yourself that you want to share... Um, I'd love for you to do that. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for the sweetness. Oh, my gosh. My heart is so full. Can we do this every week? Yes. No, it's really been an honor to be here because I know both of you, the work that you also do in the community, and for me to be a small part of it in this new way and to collaborate and have community and conversation around these such important topics that not enough people talk about um it just feels like a gift to me to be here so mm-hmm. i i from my heart space deeply deeply i'm grateful for both of you um i i feel like one thing i just want to name real quick again um is i know like sometimes when especially because i'm a yin teacher so i get a lot of the um intimidation of engaging with these particular three silos of a topic um, as it relates to actually embodying them and engaging with them and so I just wanted to give this like little advice if you feel like oh my gosh how does how in the world do all like all three of us we were talking about we're like oh yeah we have practice for stillness oh yeah we have solitude oh yeah silence no problem and it doesn't it, do, it doesn't happen overnight, first mm-hmm. of all. It's yeah. something to take little by little. And someone was asking me just the other day on Instagram, they asked, like, how do I how do I get started with these things? How do I even begin? And, like, while there's, like, some pra- – there's, like, some very tangible, like, here's a YouTube. Or, like, just come to my class. Like, um, some just words that just feel like I really want to share is – Give yourself a lot of grace and compassion to wherever you are on your path when you meet yourself in these areas. Mm -hmm. Like really give yourself a lot of grace and compassion to meet yourself in that moment whenever you feel the need to engage with any of these Mm -hmm. and just trust what happens. Um, The other thing I want to name is just like stay endlessly curious because there's no right or wrong way to do these practices and to engage with the practice of yoga as many as often as we might see from a physical perspective on the outside there is a right and wrong way there really isn't and when you're mm-hmm. engaging with the truth of living yoga and the last thing i'd want to name is just be patient with yourself and be patient with the way that yoga works it is a slow medicine it mm-hmm. it will work if you touch base in one class but the sustainability and the magic of it happens when you journey slowly with this work and engage with it piece by piece like we've been talking about so if anyone listening to this feels like still a little like intimidated with like oh my gosh i can't be still to save my life like mm-hmm. no like 99.9% of the time i can't either yeah. but i'm still trying and yeah. that's where the work really um really grows within for you and you'll be able to witness it so I just felt like needing to name that Mm. to wrap this up I love that I I want to say one more thing just because it ties into 
to two things that you've said. You said earlier, um, you know, there's room for you if you want to be a yoga teacher and yes. if you're feeling that call. And I feel like that's really important to also tie that into what you just said about like, it's going to take time to like build the confidence and to build these three intelligence centers. But yoga school helps you to do that because we're oh, working yeah. on the body. We're When we're in our goddess poses, we're opening up our heart space. We're building that intelligence mm -hmm. center. You know, we're learning a lot about um, the mind as we're in yoga school. So wherever you find a yoga, yoga school, you're going to develop all of those centers. Like you don't become this great teacher overnight. Like like Kat or you, I mean, you guys are wonderful teachers and that does not happen overnight. It's a process of growing and it's a lifetime process yeah. that you will develop that confidence that you've developed. You know, you mm -hmm. talked about, you know, and we're all still working on it. Yes. Um, but I just wanted to say that, you know, there is, there is room for you right. at, and, and, and you will grow and you will become, mm -hmm. um, you know, more and more. And I would just encourage any listeners who are thinking about yoga school, even if you don't want to be a teacher, it's going to help you develop the three intelligence centers that we've been talking about today. Um, and so I would, I would just encourage that, but also connect with Lo um, yes. at um, unusuallyfree.com. Yes, I'm working on my new website, so hopefully it'll be live when y'all hear this. <laughs> um, you can connect with me there. You can also just reach out to me, hello at unusuallyfree.com. I love receiving emails. I will write you back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Instagram, I'm like, a, I'm, I post enough on there for like, if you follow me, you'll get something, you yeah. know, like I'm not like hidden up with all the posts right now, but it will come. Um, and then I'm also on Insight Timer. So I have a couple um, poetic meditations on Insight Timer right now. If you don't know what Insight Timer is, it's a free app. You just download it to your phone or you can use it on the computer. I also just got approved to teach live on there. So hopefully in the new year, when I have more space in my life, um, I'll be offering a couple live options there so you just follow me you can listen if you feel compelled to donate there's an option for the platform and the teachers but if you just want something to listen to and other wonderful meditation teachers to engage with come on over insight Aww, timer so love that you're doing all those different things well yeah. you definitely are too you're definitely serving and giving <laughs> in many capacities and and we just thank you for that, for the way that you're offering to the world, but how you've offered to us and our listeners. Thank Aww. you, thank you from the bottom thank of you, our Lord. hearts. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs>
and a breath out. And then stay with that rhythm of the breath throughout this meditation. Sometimes I forget to breathe. Sometimes the weight of the world still falls on my shoulders. There are days when I misplace my power in the hands of others. And somehow one step forward equals two steps back. I lose sight of who I truly am. Infinite, limitless, abundant, a part of something greater. But it's all an invitation. The practice isn't working towards perfection. It's remembering how far you've come and the lessons learned in the involvement. It's your resilience, your well of inner wisdom, your ability to create the life you deserve. So look within, not without, and know all is well. Find another breath in and a big breath out. Namaste.